Good morning. How are you doing today? Good morning, Arrow. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Well, How are I'm, you? I'm glad to be with you because I think that there is a, there is such a misconception when it comes to our you know our zodiac signs and symbols and stuff like that. Because you know, I being born in June, uh, I'm a Cancer. I don't like to admit that because when you hear Cancer, you think of sickness, and so therefore I've shied away from it. But your book has opened my eyes to a brand new world. Wow, yes, that's true. That's the good point about cancer and the law of attraction, but there's so much more to you and and to everyone thanks to our natal chart. How important is the addition of astrology to our own personal lives in this world that is so Google happy? We we go to Google for everything. <laughs> yes. What I like about our natal chart is that it allows us to look within as long as we're patient and compassionate with ourselves. And I view astrology as a tool for self-development, just the way some people may go to a therapist or do meditation or yoga to feel more aligned. When you study your natal chart and understand the layers of your personality and what you might be influenced by, you're able to navigate life with greater confidence and less anxiety. The book we're talking about is Signs and Skymates. One of the things that, that people deal with when, when, they, when they step into a world where they want to find that, that peace and that, and that mindfulness is the fact that it brings a lot of change to them. But, but what happens is it's not that they don't want to change. It's those around them don't want to see them change. Mm-hmm. And in the book, I talk about how change is the most constant existence in life and that can feel scary and there's some zodiac signs that are more open to change like air signs gemini aquarius and libra naturally have the energy of change coursing through them then there's more fixed signs like scorpio aquarius taurus Leo, those placements only like change when it's self-imposed, but no matter what, we all change. And it is true. The change that others have can sometimes feel more jarring than our own change. Is it my imagination or is it just the people that I, that I work with and stuff like that? But it seems like Pisces is always on the edge. What is it about that particular, you know, section of, of, of the sky or, or, uh, you know, this, 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 this moment that really puts them in a place where it's like, okay, you're not like the rest of us. (laughs) Much love to Pisces. I would actually say planetary rulers. We all have different planetary rulers, and Pisces is ruled by two planets, Jupiter, the planet of abundance, and Neptune, the planet of illusion and fantasy. So sometimes Pisces are in their own dream world because their planetary ruler is all about being out of this world and just letting your emotions guide you. So for other signs who are used to being more grounded and practical, it could seem like Pisces is a mystery. Yeah. Now, one, one of the things that you introduce in your book, Signs and Skymates, is the fact that, you know, we, we're, we're all determined that our, our uh, astrological signs are basically on, on the day that we're born. Is it okay? I mean, first, I'll give you a good example. The, you know, the, my first birth date was, was June 28th. My, the day after my heart attack, that was Ju- uh, July 21st. Even though it was still inside the cancer rules, I, I, sometimes I feel like I, I jumped, uh, you know, signs. Ooh, interesting. Well, the most 
potent way to determine your original natal chart is not only with your date of birth, but also your location of birth and your time of birth. That's what's going to give you the most specific reading of all, knowing all three. And that means people are going to have to do some homework, which means, you know, because uh, and, and I want people to go from page to page to page and that they're going to have to really take a yellow highlighter with them so they can pay attention inside your book. <laughs> and uh, on my website and on my app, knowthezodiac.com, there's a free birth chart calculator. So I actually make it pretty easy. If you go to the KTZ app or knowthezodiac.com, you put in your birth information and your full chart will compute. If you don't know your time of birth, you put 12 p.m., but you do not take into account your rising sign or your house placements because that wouldn't be accurate, but you'd still have an 80% accurate natal chart that will enlighten you to yourself. In in all of your personal studies, does does a does a morning person is it because they were born in the morning or is it why why are there morning people versus late night people? Because I've always believed it has something to do with their sign. Interesting. I do believe that in our charts they'll show us if the sun was rising or setting and also what cycle day of the moon. For example, I was born on the 26th cycle of the moon. I think the combination of the sun and the moon's positions and what time you're born definitely does influence, but there's more to that as well. For example, Mercury. Mercury is the planet of communication, and it talks about the way we express ourselves and the way we want to be talked to. So some people could have a Mercury in Capricorn, which allows them to be a night owl, other people could have a Mercury in Pisces. And I've noticed that people who have Mercury in Pisces absolutely love to sleep in. Not all the time, but they <laughs> tend to have a good connection to their dream world. So Mercury is a great placement to study to figure out what your relationship is with communication and connection. Oh, see, now you're talking my life because I'm 43 years as a broadcaster and communication and learning how to speak with people, not at people, is very important. So I need to go in there and study what Mercury is doing to my sign. Absolutely. I'm curious about what your Mercury placement is because, yes, you are a great communicator. <laughs> but see, and, and that's, you know, learning more about yourself. See, I journal every day, so therefore that, that's, that's my, my, my invitation to get to know who, who I am on the inside versus the outside. And, and your book really opens up that door for me to explore even deeper areas of the cavern. Yes, and interestingly, I have a whole suite. So there's a book, which is 727 pages, but there's also the Signs and Skymates journal exactly for that reason. If people are like, wow, this is a lot of information, they can view it in a more concise way by journaling the key points, studying their chart, also having an opportunity to put the chart of their partner or coworker or friend, because it's not just about romantic compatibility. And I think when you take that time to assess yourself and pause and reflect and journal, you start to see certain patterns about your own personality, both positive and areas of improvement. And it helps the collective consciousness raise when we when we dare to look within. Well, you, you also talk about in Signs and Skymates that, that businesses could use this because it really does, it, it can strengthen up the inner core of, of a team. Absolutely. I've been booked to do team building for different networks and uh, corporate offices. And it really helps people see each other in a multi-layered way beyond their sun signs, studying their Mercury placements, as I've said, but also Saturn. Saturn is about the planet of challenge. So it helps Ah. us when you know what your Saturn placement is and when your coworkers' Saturn placements is, you know what might get under their skin 
And uh, it's also a really good way to plan launches. For example, new moons are really good periods for starting something new that you want to see grow in the next six months. And then full moons, like the full moon we just had last week in Gemini on the 7th of December, are all about cycles of completion. If it's time to let something go in your business uh, or even release someone from the team, it might make sense to do it around a full moon. See, listeners need to get this and they, they need to give this gift away for, for the holidays as well. And they also get, need to buy one for themselves because once you get your hands on it and you jump into it, I know the first expression that I had was, I go, this is mine. This is mine. And, 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 I, and I became very <laughs> protective of it because that's the kind of book that this is. Wow, I really appreciate that. And that's how I felt writing it. It was an offering for myself, and then it became an offering for others. And that's the response I've been receiving. They're like, thank you for this offering and this blessing. And I hope everyone enjoys the journey of self-discovery and cosmic connection. Oh, you've got to come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. Thank you, Arrow. I loved this. This was great. Well, you be brilliant today, okay? Thank you. You too.